This is Theodore Joseph with Jessica Vaughn. Hello. <laughs> this is June the 8th, 2021 in Eureka Springs. And we're just talking about the accelerated learning system that every person can allow themselves to actually enjoy and operate in if they in fact will allow themselves to do so. For the entering process of this is to, if you will, enter the real you. Or let the real you speak to you that you think you are. <laughs> and it's beautiful when it happens too. And it's I mean there's nothing more powerful than that first realization. That's right. Because the real you. That's what enlightenment was for me, which I've also learned is the first step. Enlightenment isn't the end, it's the first step. And I am in that process currently. And what's crazier is I've found all of this out without researching it first. I just did it. My entire life has led up to this moment. And dare I say it, I feel special. I feel chosen. I feel like I am. 21 and I'm having this. It's like I had all of my painful trauma before I was even one. And so maybe, you know, this is my life. I could never go and be a nurse. I could never go and do what other people do. So why try? Because <laughs> I definitely feel like I'm where I've always meant to be. That is a precious place. And that is a special place. And a lot of folks may be really envious of you because they want to feel that, but they don't, they don't it, know how. And it comes out in different ways. It comes out in however jealousy and envy come out. And it's sometimes pretty and then sometimes isn't. And I've already figured that out in the past three weeks. But I'm okay with it. I just know that everyone's on their own personal journey. And I've already, I've already been able to help so many more people with the clear, clearness of their mind by just talking to them. And that's what's really powerful, is seeing that you can bring clarity to other people. Which I know by, you're a fan of as well. By your energy mm -hmm. and expression. And, just, and my words that just come out that I haven't researched. And I'm like, where'd that word come from? But it's true. <laughs> So what if that concept of a word coming out where you like say, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. Is the aspect of allowing you to be to the real you engaged in as a, exactly. like a seamless entity with the beyond and the present molecular. Exactly, yes. So what I learned, but have already known, but physically learned today with Joe, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, that. He was talking about, frick, um, I lost my train of thought when I thought about his name. Uh, basically, I mean, everything that he said already just put physical words to what my brain was unveiling on its own. If that's not 
crazy. I don't know what it's like. I can't even believe the odd. That's me, the one doing it. Like, and now I'm trying to learn more and more, and it's just unveiling that I've already known it all. Not that I, and that's it's not 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 to say that I'm not learning. I'm just unveiling. I'm shedding, like Tim would say, I'm shedding everything. You are remembering. I'm remembering, and I, I am I, I'm taking away the lies. Is what I'm doing a lot of. I had a big realization the other night, a painful one, but also joyous. Obvious, hand in hand. And I was talking with Zach on the couch about love. And I was sitting there and I was like, Zach, I mean, he's been the one teaching me a lot, you know, not just on a spiritual level, but on a physical, real world level. He's been guiding me. <laughs> been guiding me through what's real and what's not on a like physical and science and history level, which I've needed help with. And I, I appreciate him for that. And you know, last night I was like, Zach, how did you fall in love with me when I was so blinded to all of these things? And he was like, because I see the real you. And it clicked, and I was just like broke. I was like, did the hysterical laugh thing, and then broke. And I was just like, I have never felt love like that, ever. And what hurt was I've always given it that way. I've always felt that way about other people. And yes, I've had my flaws and distractions, but I've always felt that I see the you. And you have to love the person they are now because you know their full potential. And I never saw that actively with Zach until he had to literally say it. And it just, I was like, it all makes sense now. And I was, it was just overwhelming for the rest of the night to feel and to know that I've received that love of that power for the first time. And to break the barriers and assumptions and lies that your family does love you that way. And that was really hard for me, and, but it felt really good to let that go. And you don't have to believe that the way your family loves you is necessarily the only way, the right way, or the strongest way. The right way is what? At its full entity, <laughs> full power. I mean, trying is enough. I guess. You're very articulate. Yes, always have been. And the articulation of some of your feelings and what you are experiencing is commendable. It's not only commendable, it's, uh, it's really an excelling quality because so many people and I'm one that I have had many struggles in trying to articulate my feelings. Me too. I did it all in my brain for 2018 years. So I'm ready for it to come out. So how did you become suddenly so articulate? I just told you. I just told you. My, it's not any kind of blame. It's just facts of my personal life. The situations that I grew up in made me feel as though I couldn't come out. Myself could not come out. I kept everything true to me inside. 
and it wasn't until I came to Eureka, received that higher, truer love from Zach that I was able to let it all come out. I've always been articulate. That's just, I guess, a skill and a, a, a gift of mine. But now to actually put it behind something that means something, it's able to come out. And even our very first talk with Tim at the table, I told y'all I wrote these writings in college that did not align with anything that I believed or thought or even could understand then. So if we read them now, it's the same stuff I'm probably reading online that I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, because I told you I did one about self-identity, being adopted, mediocrity, uh, all of that. And I'm like, who, what? That was my true self. And I just like, there's so many more examples of that, you know, coming out. So it was honestly the love that allowed me to. So where do you want to go? That is, a, I, I want to go nowhere. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere necessarily. I just want to, uh, I guess, I don't know. I guess that's why I'm seeking help because I uh, am just accelerated. And I'm like, I'm, I am scared of going too much wrong way or another way or too much in one way. Not that it's the wrong way, but you know, you need balance. And because I'm so self-aware, I already know that and I'm very cautious. And, and now I'm just trying to figure out what to do with it all. I know that I can help people and that's always been my calling is to help people. And I've always been called to be around people and affect people. Jess, what if you have the power to recreate you? Uh -huh. I think I am doing that. <laughs> Not only mentally, but not only spiritually, if uh -huh. you will, but physically. I am also doing that. Yes, you should see my Instagram. <laughs> I um externally to that, like what I call the outside world, the social media world. I've been going through what I call my physical acceptance also, which has been, you know, obviously a whole other journey, separate from my spiritual one. And now that they're aligning and coming together, it's, it's just crazy. I've never accepted my physical self either until recently. So, so you, you actually bear within your genes the concept that you can recreate you in unlimited form and fashion? Think, yes, that's what I already feel and know. I've just never heard it in physical words. <laughs> if that makes sense. I think you have that power. I think so. I, yeah. And that and that power is within you. I think everyone has that power. Everyone has that power. Everyone does. And they choose. Every day. Whether or not they will allow themselves to learn of that power within them and whether they will let themselves grow in that knowledge and understanding because you mentioned the aspect of sometimes it's it's painful to learn certain such Ex exactly that's what I mean that's what Joe says as well in his whatever I don't know what you call that finance teachings whatever whatever he says 
gets across is that you will not gain knowledge and learning and the enlightenment state unless you're uncomfortable. And the only reason we let ourselves sit in pain every day is because it's comfortable for our body. And our body is our subconscious. Another thing I learned before I even saw Joe, but he confirmed, is that our subconscious doesn't know the difference from reality and non-reality. And that our body is subconscious, is the subconscious. And so therefore, you know, you can use that to your advantage. I know and you know already everything after that. But just realizing it all is, I'm just, I, I feel I'm at such <laughs> an enlightened and uh, accelerated space. I feel almost useless in this mundane life right now. You feel almost? Useless or um, not useless, but uh, above. <laughs> Like, I don't know how to live in this mundaneness where everyone is right now, exactly. Or, or I don't know how to continue my uh, journey further with the distractions and the mundaneness. Hey, Morgan. Hi, how are you? Your fan club's over here. <laughs> we love you. Oh, you guys are the sweetest. We were just We'll let you know. <laughs> what are your thoughts about that? <laughs> well, say I relate to what you have said is a truth. Maybe even an understatement. <laughs> You know, Again, there's not even enough words, physical, mundane words to describe our enlightened, accelerated learning. <laughs> yeah, so many people I may change this at some point, but the way that I've actually addressed part of this in the past and a lot, some, some of this vernacular is changing but There's an aspect that I, that, that I don't know a better word for it. There is a cost to coming into this. Oh, yeah. It's, on one hand, it's free, because you don't pay dollars for it. And on the other hand, it costs you everything you are. Everything you're shedding that you thought you were. Right. Not that you are. You're not shedding what you are. <laughs> you're shedding everything you thought you wanted to be that you were meant to be and everyone told you that you were and now that freedom is overwhelming the process is overwhelming I'm saying goodbye to things and people and to dreams and everything I thought I want but if you're truly there you'll understand that shed amen <laughs> <laughs> so this idea you know just like we want we want fast food, we want right. fast gratification, we want mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. And this is a process that unveils the real. And you're after it, and the key word that I've been given that really 
opens the lock, the locked heart of all of this, mm -hmm. is surrender. There's, there's an aspect to surrender to be what you really are, rather than what you thought or been taught in the past, or what you seem to be. See, for me, like your word is surrender. That was like what you just said. For me, that my word, or one of the words, was mystic or mysticism. That, in a way, is surrender to the unknown for me. I had already worked up to my surrender to trying to accept myself. I had accepted myself internally, subconsciously, before I even knew it. I had accepted myself. That's why it's coming out in such an accelerated and powerful way now, because I didn't have to accept it on the outside first. Are they, uh, oh, they're still there. We can Let's walk, walk to the next one. Yeah, here, here, I think it's still recording. Oh, thank you. Minor. Another reason I like talking to you, obviously, is because you know what I'm talking about. And I've never been validated on myself. <laughs> I mean, I've never been validated on my true self. Or it's always, if my true self always came out, it was always pushed away, suppressed. I always called myself a recluse. My family would probably think I was on hard drugs if they came and saw me here. They're like, who are you? Acceleration scares people. I don't know why. I mean, I can understand acceleration towards the negative, but the acceleration towards positive Always scared. Oh, breeze. Mm. So you're not afraid. I've never I've always told myself I'm never afraid. I'm not afraid of I'm very I'm afraid of very, very few things. I mean because as soon as you label something, I'm afraid of that. You're limiting yourself, which I've always known. And then, of course, when Tim said that thing with Yoda, that's impossible, and that's why you fail. I've always done that. I'm like, if I feel as I am afraid of something, I must conquer it. And I've, I've said that way before now. I've always said that. I've always been like, I don't like to say, like, people are like, what are you afraid of? Nothing. What? I mean, I'm... Lots of things inflict fear in me, but doesn't mean I have to be afraid of it. <laughs> That's good, yeah. So, so I think about this aspect of your choosing to be unafraid choice, of what you're choice. learning, of what you can learn, yes. of, of what really I've is been, inside of you, and I, what really your power is. Exactly, I could have easily gone and been afraid. I saw that path. I could see that option, but I know that I need to be cautious, not afraid. I need to be aware and... So what would, what would you say to the person who, who might ever be in that situation where they are looking at this and they are 
contemplating what their power might be, what they really might learn about themselves and mm -hmm. what they really can be or do. And they feel immobilized. Mm -hmm. they're, they're afraid to make the decision. Right. What would you say to them? I would say that, I mean, the fear of change and the fear of the unknown is the only thing that keeps pushing us back into normalcy, into the mundane, which might be toxic. You know, that's why you stay with the toxic partner. That's why you say sorry when it's not your fault, because that's what you know. That's what it's easiest for your body to make contact with. And so you will not find change until you first accept that that connection. I, if you, many people don't even see that connection, that why we do these things. I think you have to understand why in a lot of ways, subconsciously or consciously, before you can change them. And so then once you can see the relation that you have with feeling, then you can change it, you can affect it, you can disconnect once it. Once you, you can see, see the relation you have with feeling. Yeah, that is the change. Feelings. It's like, do you let your, does your environment affect your feelings, your thoughts, or does your thoughts and feelings affect your environment? And that's from Joe, not me, but that's a good way of putting it, is your thoughts should be controlling your exterior world because your subconscious, your body, does not know if it's real or not. That's why you, you use it to your advantage to manifest. I mean, people are using manifesting as a, I think, an entryway to this world that we're talking about right now. I think manifestation has, that word has reached society and media and people are looking into that and speaking into existence what you want. And that's just an entryway to keep researching what that really means. And that's, I mean, I did that a year ago. I started manifestation and it changed my life <laughs> on a different way. I just didn't realize it yet. So I think, you know, it's definitely society's changed what manifestation is, but it's a good gateway that wasn't there before. And that's all it really is, is the energy. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to suggest to you a, what to me is a cataclysmic difference okay. between the way a lot of people speak of and tend to use manifestation. Mm -hmm. So, can I say one thing real quick? Last night, I was on my couch. I had a manifestation book I bought, let's say, three weeks ago. It's all about that time range. Needed it. It accelerated me. I made it only to like chapter three. I lost it. Found it last night. Started continuing to read it, and it was all beneath me. It never, it wasn't, I was no longer climbing. Before when I started it, it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I lost it. I've had so many experiences while I lost it. Came back to it in every chapter. I was like, duh, obviously, uh-huh, yes, thank you. And I was like, okay, next. <laughs> but just to see that it's, it's all here. It's all in your brain. Just that, it's crazy. But that, that was my shedding yeah, of manifestation. That's cool. So it may seem like a fine nuance. Somebody could even say, oh, that's semantics, or that's this or that or the other. Right. But
but I, I, I am addressing something that I think is absolutely cataclysmic in, in the nature of the difference. What I have encountered so much in reading, listening, I fell asleep to podcasts last night and meditation and watching, feeling my body vibrations in and out. I could feel myself in and out. I smoked a little bit too much weed, so I couldn't control it, but I could feel it. It was all there. I mean, it's crazy, Theodore. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> so a lot of people understand that they are the creator. Mm-hmm no matter what they call it, they realize, they begin to realize they have the power of creation. Yes. They have the power of creation in their speech. They have the power to actually call something Heal. into being, to manifest, if you will, by their intent, by their words. And okay. focus, if there's another word for focus, it has to be tunnel vision. It's gotta, I feel like it's gotta be very precise. So, the cataclysmic change comes into play where, where we depart from the concept of using this power. Okay. Okay. Instead of using this power, I suggest and I still have to learn to be, become more articulate in this. Right. But instead of using this power, we are the power. Okay, I, I definitely see it. I, I just haven't been able to, but I see that, yes. Now, the ones... The vortex, it's pulling in. You don't have to do anything. It just is creating. And I come back, see, to the word surrender. Yeah. There is an aspect of the development of, if you will, the divine nature without the aspect of something other being divine than you are. It's actually right. us you. being it, us we, that we the are. It's the divine, the divine, the us that is us is divine. Imagine if we were all us. <laughs> so, I want this, oh, I want that, oh, I want a new car, I want that, you know, all us manifest, you know, I want, so all of a sudden, want what I want, W-A-N-T, want, I suggest, is driven by the ego, ego yeah. and the ego drives that's, what we want. Exactly, that's what I've been on the brisk of today. And is this is what I'm talking about, setting aside what we really are needs nothing to drive us because all that information and all the things which we want and all the things which bring momentary satisfaction and all that, that is not what we are. We are something. And we are, in fact, limitless, not even restricted to this universe. Oh, and I definitely know that.
I know that, and I can't wait to like fully access and understand even that. You know, the power of our mind and where it can take us and what it can do. So the most powerful teacher that you can possibly engage in Shit. is your surrendered voice of what the is the most high divine. that is actually you whether you call it anything <laughs> divinity of or not. Okay, that was my, I guess, my miss, missing piece. Of, I'm sure I would have gotten there, <laughs> but I was, I am there, I guess. <laughs> well, you not only will get there, I think you will help a lot Stay of people. Stay there. Oh yeah, I can't wait to help a lot of people. I've always wanted to help a lot of people. That's always been my calling. I just never understood it because it was forced under the light of cultism. <laughs> and where forced, my energy was being forced of love. So a lot of people just begin to come into, I guess I'll just call it, I'll term it a higher truth. Mm -hmm. And they get so excited and they they, they want to share it, they want to teach it, right. and they wind up losing their momentum, mm -hmm. and their acceleration begins to become inertia. They stagnate, right. and they become preachers of their revelation. I can see that path also. They perpetuate their revelation it. in books and speeches and pulpits. I'm different. But this... This is a flow. I'm different. I can feel it. I can see that path. I can see before, even if I don't even, couldn't tell you people that have come before me who have taken that wrong path of teaching and followers and all that shit, I can see that option. I can see the pull, the everything toward that. And I know that it's not right. I know that it's not the path. But I was, I couldn't see anything else, but it's, it's all... So ask me why I don't want followers. Why don't you want followers? Because it's not your responsibility. If I want at all, you don't I you, want. Exactly, exactly. I want leaders. Exactly. And I want leaders to form their leadership. Exactly. Through We're their all going to just be leaders. We're all leaders. Our entire society has built the construct of leaders and followers, and that's the first problem. Because we're all told you have this special gift or you have this or you are this. And I do think in the universe of things, we're all meant to do certain things, but not on our society hierarchical level that has been inflicted upon us. So, if, if there's a group of people and I turn water into wine and I feed them out of nothing and I speak to them from three feet off the floor and then I say listen when they say oh but you're special and what do I say you're special <laughs> we're all special and 
And everything that I do, you can do. Everything that I do. And all of this is within your power. Exactly. And that's the other thing I feel is I only feel the 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 height, the specialness because I've reached it so young. I feel so lucky. I feel so gosh. I feel so honored And, and in that way I know that it's because I am meant to be a part of this next change, the change that everyone in this town is already talking about. I think me and you are the center for the start, the start, the something. I know that people that I've never met in this town or that I've talked to, that I keep meeting, everyone keeps talking about something that's coming. Something's happening, something's changing. I think we all feel that and see that, but I think it's definitely coming from a different spiritual plane or level that they don't even understand. Well, I appreciate this time that we've been able to talk and even record. Yes, me too. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And maybe... uh... I think we need to start a podcast. (laughs) And maybe... Maybe we that, should get together. I think a some podcast might be our school, your school, that image that you have. It's, and I understand why you don't like using the word school, but that's the physical word for it. Yeah, it is. It's the concept, not necessarily teaching, but it's like what I can do, you can do. <laughs> oh, Jess, let's take a picture of us to yes. document our okay. our time together here. One on my phone.